Good morning. It all began actually last uh, December. My son texted me and said that Asher had been talking with Aaron and asked if I would be willing to speak sometime in April. And I was honestly quite shocked when Aaron texted me and said Asher had asked me to preach. He's never heard me, and uh, um, so, <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. <clears throat> so that was last December, and only God could have known what was going to transpire in this last week or 10 days. So um, I praise the Lord for the opportunity to be here and speak with you this morning. I will say, though, having served in ministry for 35 years, um, and Asher will attest to this if you ask him, the pressures of the week in a pastor's life are such that many times when it's time for sermon preparation, it's crunch time Sunday afternoon, sometimes Sunday evening. Um, I had a gentleman that passed away. We had work day at church on Saturday morning. He passed away of a heart attack about 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And um, just totally, um, we were unprepared for that. His wife was a real precious friend of ours. Spent much of the afternoon and evening with her. My sermon time was very limited. So I preached on ready or not, here I come. (laughs) I will say, though, for many pastors and Saturday afternoon and evening, because of all the pressures of the week, kind of limits your time for preparation. But you need to be warned that I've had time since uh, December. And (laughs) I don't know if anybody told you to bring your lunch. It wouldn't. (laughs) It may have been a good idea. Will you bow with me for prayer this morning? Our gracious God and loving Heavenly Father, creator and sustainer of the universe, the one who holds everything together by the power of your might, as we gather here today, we seek an awareness of your presence. We know that you alone are everywhere present, but our desire is for you to be present in a special way as our hearts and minds are focused on you this morning. We don't presume a visual manifestation, but may your presence be evident in such a way that as as your holy word is read and proclaimed, it will come forth with the power of the Holy Spirit and result in transformed lives. Set us free from conformity to this world and renew to us by the truth. Your word is truth. We pray for eyes to see, for ears to hear, and open and receptive hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name and for the glory of God. Amen. I'm going to start with a very familiar passage. I would love for you to uh, to stand with me 
And on the screen, I asked them to do the King James Version just because most of the congregation, especially the older ones, when we memorize scripture, we memorized it in the King James. So we're going to do the King James Version of the 23rd Psalm. Read aloud with me boldly, okay? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou hast anointed my head with oil, my cup over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you. You may be seated. Just a brief, a brief note about sheep. Uh, I'm, there's um, supposed to be, there we go, no. <clears throat> Just a brief note about sheep. So I believe in visuals. Um, I read years ago, and I double-checked just this week to make sure if the, uh, if the knowledge hadn't changed. So we tend to remember about 10 or 15 percent of what we hear and close to 80 to 90 percent of what we hear associated with a visual. So did you know that sheep were so important to the economy in the time of the patriarchs, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in that time period, that a man's wealth was measured in how many sheep he owned? For instance, in the book of Job, Job chapter 1, it says, And his possessions also were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen. In the last chapter of the book of Job, it tells us that his possessions had doubled, and he owned 14,000 sheep. So man's uh, wealth was measured in how many sheep he owned. But symbolically... In the scriptures, people are often linked, uh, are likened to sheep. People referred to as sheep symbolized vulnerable people without leadership, scattered like sheep without a shepherd, clueless, carefree, wandering off into the peril, helpless, defenseless, facing slaughter and death. And that is not a particularly complimentary picture of people. But when you think of people without the Lord, that is much of what we think of. Turn with me to Numbers chapter 27, if you would. Numbers chapter 27. And this is a prayer of Moses. 
The children of Israel have wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. They're in the plains of Moab, and they're about to cross over the Jordan River without Moses. And, uh, and, the, and uh, Moses is praying that God would bring a capable man as his uh, substitute to take over his job. So verse 15, Numbers chapter 27, Then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, May the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over the congregation who will go out and come in before them, and that's usually a picture of war, going out and coming in, and who will lead them out and bring them in, so that the congregation of the Lord will not be like sheep which have no shepherd. 1,500 years later, in the ministry of Christ, he used the same simile in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36. Seeing the people, Jesus felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. So you see, the concern is timeless. Sheep desperately need what? Say it to yourself. Sheep need a, sheep need a shepherd. That's just... yeah. When we think of sheep today, we, sheep, we think of sheep herders, but that's totally different than the Old Testament concept of a shepherd. The shepherd led the sheep out, the shepherd protected them. Totally different picture than what you see today. So even in the time of the Lord Jesus, there was that concept that sheep need a shepherd. The Bible mentions shepherds and shepherding over 200 times. Shepherd... Shepherds led sheep to pasture and to water, protected them from wild animals. Shepherds safeguarded their flocks by day and by night, whether in the open pastures or in the security of the sheepfolds. They took loving care of the sheep and even carried weak and injured lambs in their arms. Being a shepherd was a 24-7 job. It was never-ending. Every day, all day, in the snow, in the rain, in the hail, in the heat of the summer, whether on a cloudless, bright, sunlit day, or a stormy, moonless, pitch-black midnight, the shepherd was always there. All four seasons of the year, the shepherd was always with his sheep. Many of the main characters of the Old Testament were shepherds. If you remember you, all the way to Genesis chapter 3, 2, 3, 4... Abel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, David, Amos, all of these were shepherds. On the night of the first advent, shepherds alone were notified of the Savior's birth. The term shepherd is used virtually from the beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis to the very end in the book of Revelation. However, the term shepherd isn't always used literally. The term shepherd is used metaphorically frequently throughout the Bible. In the Old Testament, the scriptures use the metaphor of shepherds when speaking of political leaders. When I started reading through the Bible, um, I didn't really begin reading through until I was 35, but I have not stopped reading through to this day. When I first started reading through the Bible, I read the Old Testament, excuse me, I read the New Testament 
for a little over a year. I read it through six times in that year, and I was familiar with the New Testament picture of a shepherd, and that goes to John, the last chapter where uh, the Lord Jesus is talking to Peter, and he says, shepherd my sheep or shepherd my lambs. And then in the book, uh, one of uh, 